Yo, 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 welcome back to the Walker Talker podcast. I'm your host, Xavier Walker. We got an old co host, <laughs> slash, whatever you want to call it, back in the building. Yes, Andy, yes, Steve, how you doing? It's been a minute. I'm doing good, my brother. I'm doing good. Appreciate you telling me to come through. For sure. I know a lot of y'all had questions about is Andy on the podcast or not. So that's why I haven't come on a podcast today to answer all those questions that <laughs> I keep getting. People are so confused by that concept. <laughs> and I keep on having to explain it to people. I'm like, we're kind of doing our own thing. It's kind of yeah. solo, but you can come on when I feel like, but it's just like a whole mess. In so, the beginning, it was like, it was going to be like a partnership thing, but then it's like, you know, I have my own podcast. Yeah. He started his own, so it's like, why not just have us do our own thing for real? Exactly. And it, like, it almost didn't make sense to do it yeah. together. Yeah. I thought it was like a, it was a, I thought it was like a good idea, but actually, when we like got to actually doing it, I was like, yeah, we both have our own thing. Yeah, might as well just keep doing that. Of course. Plus, it's harder to like, you will have to come here. Yeah. Why have to come there all the time? Like, just. I feel like us, like, each having our own podcast and trying to focus on, like, ours while trying to do another one, too. It doesn't really. Yeah, because we're both, like, we're, we both have definitely two different concepts yeah. of the podcast. That's what I don't know. That we both have two different concepts. But I'm going to ask you this. You already know what's coming through. Oh, on yeah. a scale from one to <laughs> ten. I missed this question, man. Yeah. Where's your mental? Where's the physical? I can't remember what you said last time. That's my coworker. That's weird. Really? See <laughs> about the window. Dude, I looked out the window. I didn't see my coworker right on the fucking bike. <laughs> no, no. Yo, what? That's crazy. Yo, well, I can't wait to tell him about that yeah. tomorrow. Adam, if you watch this, I just saw you on the podcast. I, mean, I just saw you through the window while recording on the podcast. Shout out, Adam, bro. That's bro. actually that's actually wild. But back to back to it on a scale from one to ten. Where's your mental? And where's your physical? Man, physical, bro. It's crazy because I literally um. I just posted on my IG story, like, a picture of me, like, a year ago, and Wait, then now... today? Yeah, like, literally now. Oh, I didn't, yeah, I didn't see that yet. But, like, bro, physical... I'll say right now I'm at a 10, just because I got done lifting, so, you know, like, the after pump is crazy, obviously. I love that after yeah, pump, bro. of course. And, like, you say, like, you can always improve, but, like, you know, right now, just the feeling, like, I'm at a 10 physical. Mentally, if you want me to be honest, too, I'll probably say I'm at a 10, too, which is crazy. I really don't know. It's a feeling that I can't explain, but as of right now, both are at 10, so that's nothing but good. I mean, you can't come on this thing and say <laughs> you got a 10. You can't really explain it. I need I need you to elaborate on that a little bit because I ain't never heard somebody say a 10 yet on this podcast uh, with the mental side of it. I ain't never heard that one yet. I feel like, crazy enough, I feel like I'm at a 10 mentally is because I've been at a peace of mind. And, you know, what's crazy is... Man, I'll just say this. I saw I saw this quote, but it's like I'm at a 10 right now mentally because peace of mind. And you know what peace of mind does for you? It just your whole energy, your whole vibes are just it's amazing. Right. Like, yeah, I'll say I'm at a 10 right now just because what I'm doing right now in life, like work, lifting, you know, who I surrounded myself with and just everything I'm doing right now. That's just what makes me at a 10. And there may be some days where I'm at a six or I may be at a seven or maybe even at a three. But. Yeah. I know at the end of the day, just with everything I got going on in my life, I know everything I've built is nothing but positive, and that's going to outweigh all the negative. So right now, I'm just in a good feeling. I'm in a good place right now, so it's got to be at a 10, really. Yeah. I'm going to say for I'm gonna say for me, I'm going to say uh, mental, I'm definitely, like a, I'm definitely at like a 9. Just because, I don't know, bro, lately, like, life's been good lately, yeah, bro. Like, I don't know because it's of the summer, feeling. bro. I don't know. It's a weird feeling, Yeah, I don't bro. know if it's because of the summertime or what, but, like, everything's been going good. Like, I'm chilling. Like, the beginning was a little, a little patchy, a little rough, but, yeah. like, now lately, I've just been low-key, like, enjoying life, and, like, life's good. We got, like, one more month of summer before I go into that winter depression, but, hey, <laughs> yeah. until then, like, yeah. I'm chilling right now. 
physical. I just got back from I just got back from the gym as well. I had a late later lift than I usually go, and that was pretty decent. That was pretty decent. I I, I was I'm so tired today. So like I can tell, just be honest, my lift was not always there. I was locked in. Yeah. But my body was not locked yeah, in, I bro. I was just, my body was just tired, bro. I feel it. And speaking of that, have you seen that Prime stuff? Yeah. The what, prime. What, do you, how, what do you feel about? Have you had a Prime? I, Bro, I've never actually had Prime before. Really? My Dang. little brother, Emery and Jonathan, they'll, like, drink it, but I've never actually had Prime. So, I don't know. Maybe I should try some. It's like, I don't have nothing against it. I just never tried it. Dude, did you, like, hear about, how like, the backlash that they're getting? Nah, uh-uh. So, basically, the FDA is, like, doing an investigation on Prime Energy, not their hydration drink. Okay, okay. Their energy drink, because it's, like, a caffeine overload, and they said that... The prime energy is equal to eight cans of Coca-Cola. Damn, really? Bro, yes. Was, was prime supposed to be like a Gatorade or a Powerade or what was that even supposed to be? So the hydration part of it. So they made, so first they made the hydration, like okay. coconut water type thing. That's supposed to be like a power, a Gatorade, but better. Okay. And that one, I don't think that one's, from what I know of, I don't think that one's like nothing's happening with that one. All the focus are on the energy drink side of it. Okay. Because they're saying like that is like a huge caffeine overload. I literally just had a prime hydration yesterday. But it, it's it's fire. That, I can't lie. It's fire. Is that Logan Paul's drink? Is Logan that Paul and KSI? Okay, yeah. Okay. Logan yeah. Paul and KSI? Yeah. They, yeah Didn't they game. box each other? Or yes, bro. <laughs> yes, bro. <laughs> that's crazy. Hey. They, the two enemies came together, and hey, built I a guess, multi-million man. dollar business, bro. I guess that's like now saying. UFC. You know how like NFL like their drink is like Gatorade. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, UFC's drink is Prime though. Oh, okay. That's crazy. So they're making a lot of money, bro. bro. They're that's dude, crazy. And like, uh, what's that one famous so- soccer team? Oh my goodness! I don't know how I'm like forgetting. It's like this one famous soccer team that like it's sponsoring them. Yeah, it's, okay. it's a couple, but I forgot what the name. It's like I'm a soccer fan. Don't hate me for that, but <laughs> I do not know soccer that much. But I know it's like a, a huge, like a main soccer team. They're like the they're like the the war no the Warriors. <laughs> they're like they're like the Tom Brady of the soccer world. Okay, but I can't remember the team name. I can't I can't remember the team name at all. But so tell the people how you feeling. How you feeling? You know, people, you've been gone. Let's get a little update. How you been feeling lately? What you been up to? I oh, mean, I just like I said, I've been feeling good. Um, I don't know. I guess I've been kind of just like you can always say doing me, like just going to work, lifting. Yeah. We just ended our football season, which you know that was great. I, yeah, that was a good one. We had fun, but yeah, I mean, I haven't really been doing podcasting. I just been focusing on just doing other things like clothing. I've been getting into that. Our T-shirts, you know, shout out to my brother Danny. Like, you know, crazy police sirens in the background. <laughs> crazy. But, yeah, our T-shirts, man, we did great with that in terms of sales. And, you know, that's really what I'm doing now, I guess. So, elaborate to the people. So, are you still doing a podcast? I know what you're doing, but yeah. tell the people, are you still doing podcasts? Are you taking a break? You'll do it every now and then? Like, what's your whole idea with the podcast? Just so people can know. I feel like once I record my final episode, that's going to be it, bro. Because... I can't say, oh, I'm going to stop doing podcasting, and then, like, a couple months later, I know I'm going to come back. Like, if I for sure know I'm going to come back, then at that point, I might as well just say, oh, I'm taking a break. Yeah, yeah. But I know for sure that my next episode will be my last episode, and it's just because, like, obviously, you know, when I started it and, like, just just everything that was going on in life, and, you know, I needed that more of a healing and coping method for what I was going through, and nowadays, it's like, man, I'm good right now. So I don't really need to do that anymore i can tell like when i would say i would drop every wednesdays there's been the past wednesdays where it's like you know you know i don't want to drop a podcast and if for anybody who if that's disappointing i'm sorry 
it's I don't want to you know and even then I want to say like I feel like I'm disappointed the people because then yeah. it makes me feel like you know I'm like some old big time like podcast and all that like no, you know I, mean, I know what you mean yeah, yeah. You got people that listen to your podcast yeah, yeah of too. course so yeah it's like you know like I made like no money or no sponsorships from it but you know you got people who listen in weekly and who love your podcast so I mean you know it's just not something that I want to do anymore like I always I loved doing it. And I know that obviously you'll still be doing it, yeah, so yeah. I know you'll be out there. You'll be doing your thing. You'll, for be honest, but you'll probably you'll probably be running the podcast game because I don't know anyone else who's out there doing it. Like <laughs> yeah, let's just be yeah, honest, yeah, like yeah. I don't know anyone out there that's I doing it. Don't know anyone. So it's yeah. like, and I know your podcast is well known, and like you know people go up to you like I love your podcast. So I mean, I know you'll be out there. You'll be running the game. You you'll be holding it down. So yeah. Speaking of that, so what was that feeling like? You know, when people are coming up to you. Or people are texting you, like, talking about, like, how much they love your podcast. Like, what does that feel to you? What does that mean to you? It was it was a surreal feeling. And to be honest, I actually, I never told this to anyone, but you remember our old quarterback from our football team, right? Like, before we yep. ever played with him, I hit him up on Facebook Messenger, and he just said that he can't beat our first game because he was going through some stuff, right? But he told me he listened to my podcast. And he said that for my age, I'm very well spoken and it helped him get through what he was going through. Now, keep in mind, this is someone I haven't met yet. And this is someone who's in his mid 40s. Oh, you're talking about that quarterback? Yeah. Okay. This okay. is someone who's in his okay. mid 40s. And I never met him before. And he just told me he was going through a lot and he listened to my podcast and it helped him get through what he was going through. He said I was well spoken and everything. And to me, I'm not going to lie. I read it. It was a lot more. I'm not going to say what he said, but I that's the first time I actually cried in a while because that that's meant so respect. that meant so much to me. And yeah, it was such that's a, crazy. Bro. Yeah, it was such a surreal feeling. And but like when people come up to you saying I love your podcast or what gets me is when people come up to you, they say I love your podcast and they said I love when you said this. Because anybody yeah. can say, I love your podcast, but Hell when they yeah. say, I love when you said this, that means that they're actually listening to it. Yeah, bro. They're actually getting what you're saying. So it, That's the whole goal of it, exactly, bro. Exactly, bro. Exactly. It meant, it meant a lot. It really did. Yeah, because for me, because I always say, like, the, the best part I like about it is, like, like I was telling you over the weekend, like, yeah. we was at uh, Panaprog, and, like, a bunch of people who I never expected to be, like, yeah. that never, like, swiped up on my stories, none of that, people who I never expected to be listening to my podcast come up to me, like, Oh, bro, I listen to your podcast and all that. I'm like, bro, what? Bro, yeah. I just, it's just like the unexpectedness of that. I just did not expect that. That just like hits different because I'm just like, it's different than when I was doing music because like yeah. now it's coming from a more genuine side of it. Yeah. So that if there are people like that, it's just like a good feeling without a doubt. Yeah, and I like how you said that. It lets you know that it's more genuine. And like, obviously, we do our podcast because we love it, but we do it out of the kindness of our heart. And you know, when you do something for a reason and, you know, it pays off, it just lets you know that, like, you know, it's great. That's all I really got to say. That's true. So it was a great feeling, yeah. I agree. So now, so you should, you're, so now you're looking to, uh, you just, you just had like a clothing drop with Danny. Yeah. Yep. Uh, fierce collaboration. Yeah. So yep. let's talk, let's talk about that. So what, what was the scoop with that? Tell the people about that clothing crap collaboration. Man, it goes, uh, I'll say it goes back to the beginning of this year in January. And, like, this is the first time I'll say it. You know, shout out to, obviously, our brother Tommy. He told me, and it's crazy, it was coming back from when I was dropping you off at your crib, right? Mm -hmm. And Tommy was in the car. He's like, why don't you do a collab with Danny? And I thought about it, and I was like, you know what? I'll hit him up. So I hit Danny up. I remember the date. It's crazy. It was February 3rd. I was sitting in the break room at my work, and I just drew out the logo that we have. And I said, we're going to name it Be Fierce With Love. And I literally drew out the logo, and I thought of the marketing slogan all in the span of an hour. 
So I hit up Danny. He said, that's cold. And, bro, without Danny, bro, like, obviously the t-shirts wouldn't have dropped. Because that was my first time ever, like, getting into the idea of clothing. And he had the manufacturers. He had the templates. He had the graphic design, all of that. And it was crazy. So we took our time with it, thankfully. It took four months. It was multiple designs we tried to think of. And once we finally found the right one, we dropped it on my birthday, June 20th. And first week, I mean, we sold a lot. So it was crazy. So I want to ask you this, because I was kind of a little confused about this. So yeah. So you dropped the brand. So it was a a two way collaboration, yeah, but it was yeah. with your podcast. So now yeah. that you're not doing a podcast anymore, yep. So what are you gonna do moving forward with the clothing brand? Like, feel, are you still gonna push that same message? You gonna yeah, play? yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, it's still gonna be a loving message. And I have a website for my podcast. It's thesteeptalk.com. So that's where I'll drop all the clothing. So it'll still be like kind of related to the podcast, more of a loving message. So this next drop that I plan on having in the fall will be crew next and. I'm actually going to do that. I'm going to collab with my brother, Jonathan, because he had some dope ideas. So it was nice to be working on my brother with that. And yeah. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wait, what do you guys collaborate on? So he has some, he had like some like lover, like like lover boy stuff going on. And like I had like the logo I drew out and it's, you'll know more as we get yeah. into it. We don't want to say too much. Oh, yeah, I feel that. You'll feel know it. more as we get into it. Wait, so, but like, is it has, does it have something to do with his music? Yeah, yeah. It's going to okay. have something to do with his music too. It's. The way we're going to set it up, and I, crazy enough, like, you, obviously, I was on FaceTime with his yeah. fiance Yari, and I'm going to be over there Friday with Jonathan, and we're going to talk more about it and what we got right. going on. So, yeah. So, the collaboration brand with Danny is Be Fierce with Love. So, yeah. when you say Be Fierce with Love, what does that mean to you? Crazy. I, so, this is the marketing <laughs> slogan, but I know it off the top of my head, but this is really what it means. So, it's like, fierce means to thrive in the midst of adversity. And when doing so, do it with love because loving ourselves can often help us find deeper connections within ourselves. So obviously, Danny, his clothing brand, Fierce, and his marketing slogan was Thrive in the Midst of Adversity. So whenever you're going through adversity, whether that's loss of a job or death in the family, breakup, whatever it may be, right? Do it with love and do it with kindness because that's what will help us be better within ourselves. So that's really how it all unfolds. That's true. That's true. Yep. So when you're... so. So now moving forward with the podcast, you're doing a clothing brand. So what is like your, what's your end goal with that? Like, how you want to like, because you know, podcast, you can promote it. You yeah, can push yeah. that. You can post it, whatever. My clothing brand is a little bit different. Yep. Uh, that's more of like just like getting that out there. So yeah, what is yeah. your like your end goal or not end goal, but what is your, what is the vision in your head with the clothing brand? Are you trying to like fully go on to like yeah. a clothing brand, like full on or like what's your vision? I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say a clothing brand, but I would say make clothing, if you know what I mean. Because if you have a clothing brand, then that kind of means, like, you have to have, like, a name for the brand that you want to do and, like, kind of a logo and everything. Yeah. So, like, you know, like, obviously Nike has, like, the, ch- the check and, like, just do it and everything. But for me, I kind of want to do it where every season, like, you know, summer, you know, fall, winter, and spring, I kind of drop merch. Like, summer, we drop T-shirts. Cause in the summer, everyone's going to wear T-shirts. Yep. So then in the fall, we're going to drop crew necks because the weather will be a little bit chillier. You can wear a crew neck. And then winter, I haven't really got that far yet. But then spring, I kind of figured, like, I want to do, like, trucker hats or something like that because, you know, pe- that's when springtime people start wearing hats and all that. So that's what I envision clothing brand going. And now that we did the T-shirts, it's actually not really that, like, too expensive to make. It's just you got to really know, like, what you're doing. And once I learned yep. from Danny, it's kind of like, okay, I got to feel for it now. So it's something I feel like I can do. Okay, that brings me to my next question because now you and Danny dropped on your birthday. Yep. Now, tell me, it's your birthday when you drop, and I heard you guys had a pretty good turnout. So what is that feeling? Your first time going to, like, the clothing world, 
And you did you guys sell out? No, we didn't sell out. No, and I feel like the reason we didn't sell out is maybe because we didn't have many. It was my first time doing it, so like I was the one doing the sizes, but we obviously sold more than half. I don't I haven't checked. Just don't know how much we have left, but we haven't sold out yet. Just because, like, due to the size. But, like you said, to answer your question, like, dropping it on my birthday and then seeing, like, as soon as I, as soon as I, you know, posted the link and everything to see, like, oh, I got an app and notification, purchase a shirt, purchase a shirt, purchase a shirt. It was so surreal because, let's, you know, all your hard work is paying off because, like I said, four and a half months we spent working on those shirts, emailing, talking to the manufacturers, and it just lets us know, like, yo, it's paying off. That's That's all that matters at the end of the day, just knowing that your hard work pays off and, you're making a difference because people are like, oh, I like the shirt. I like the message. And they I, they know right away what the message is. It's not just like, oh, it's a T-shirt. Cool. They know what the message was. So it was nice. Right. I feel that. And that's good. I never definitely would never expect you to hop in the clothing world at all. Yeah, me that, either. would never expect you to do that. Me either. So like I said, shout out to Tommy. If he wouldn't have said that, I probably wouldn't have hit up Danny. So it's nice to, you know, get that inspiration from friends every now and then. So, yeah, it's crazy, man. Now, since you just brought the inspiration from friends, so how do you... How do you feel that, you know, our tight-knit group are, like, supporting each other? We're all doing, like, things. What does that mean to you to have a small circle where you guys are all supporting each other? Like you said, Tommy, if it wasn't for Tommy, you would would never have done that. So what does that mean to have a group of brothers like that? Man, it means a lot. Obviously, like, I only got one tattoo, but it says family, and it means a lot to me. Like, I know we say friends, and obviously, but obviously, like, they're like my, like, you guys are like my brothers, obviously. So it means a lot. Just we keep on inspiring people and i've noticed it especially now that we all get older it's like we'll tell people like yo like you're kind of slacking a little bit you got to get on that you got to get on that or you know we'll be like yo we like we tell people like yo i'm proud of you and everything now like back then when we were younger like we probably would have never said like i'm proud oh yeah no no i love you type shit we probably would have thought that sentimental but now that we're older it's like yo bro like i'm proud of you like you know i love you dog like i got your back and everything so it means a lot, and that brings peace of mind. It just, like, I could go through some shit, like, I know who I'm going to call. I know who's going to have my back no matter yeah. what, so that means a lot. I definitely agree with that, because it was yeah. funny, because I was just telling Tommy, actually, the other day. I'm not going to spoil him on the podcast, but I was just telling him some yeah. stuff, and I was just like, yeah, I definitely would never have, I can tell, like, I I tell people all the time, just, like, stuff that they're doing or whatever, Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I told him, like, straight up, and I'm like, yeah, you're right, because I definitely would have never said that back then. Now that we're all getting older, I, yeah, it just it comes out natural. Yeah. And, and part of it, I don't know, I don't know. This is kind of funny, but part of it, I think, is because of the podcast, bro. I like yeah. genuinely yeah. like. Ever since I started the podcast, I like genuinely like like having more conversation with people. Oh yeah, and being real with people, it's so crazy. Yeah, like, like I just had a guest on yesterday. And after the podcast, we were talking for 20 more minutes. Yep. He said, I want to get back in the gym and all that. And I was like, yeah. bro, I was giving the rundown with the gym and all that. And it's just like, yep. it's just crazy, bro. It's a, it's a good feeling. I'm glad I started the podcast because I feel like I opened up a whole new. Oh, yeah, of course. Like a whole new chapter in my life with my personality and all that. Yep, so of I, course. that's cool. But what you look like you're about to say something. Yeah. And like you said, like how with the podcast, you're able to have more conversations. Crazy enough is like, I feel like. For me, um, how you said, like, our tight circle. Obviously, like, outside of this circle, like, I would never hang around anyone else. I'd be so close off. But right. now, like, I just brought up my brother's fiance, uh, Yari. Like, now, like, her family, like, I started to talk to her family a lot more. And, like, they're, like, family to me, obviously, because I've known them for a good amount of time. Right. And I told her this. Like, I've known them for a good amount of time. And, like, I always liked them, but I was just too shy. Right. And now right. that as you get older and I, like, even with the podcast, I started to develop my mindset, started to be more kind. It's like, you know... Now, they're obviously, like, family to me, and they welcome me with open arms, so I would just like to give a quick shout-out to them, and obviously, 
shout out to our friend group, man. No, Not yeah. even friend group, our brotherhood. That's what we're going to call it because that's what we are. That's crazy that you say that too, though, actually, because I've been on the same page with that. Because, like, I don't know why, but I don't know if it's because I'm getting older, but yeah. I've been wanting to just, like, show, like, my love for people of lately. Of course, of course, yeah. Uh, like, for example, like, uh, John Daniari's, uh, Aria's uh, baptism, yep. like, celebration. Yep. And I went there. I'm like, I literally walked around and gave everyone a hug. Yeah. Like, I'm like, bro, I never used of to, course, like, man. do stuff course, like yeah. that. Like, and, like, some people I, like, didn't even know real, that much, but I'm, like, still, like, just, yep. it's just, like, a showing of love. And I don't know where it came from, yeah. or, but, like. And it's a good feeling, too. It's a good feeling, too. To no, it is. It is. But, yeah, like you said, at first, I would never, I'll be, like, too shy or I just would, like, I'll, I used to be really, 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 really closed yeah, off. Yeah. Bro. I used to be so closed off. Yep. And, like, I, so I just never used to be so open arms to people, just going up to people, giving them hugs and all yep. that. I never, even, like, when I brought up Panel Prague earlier, I never, used, like, I hugged so many people, yeah. like, at Panel Prague yep. over the weekend. I'm like, bro, I never yeah. used, to, used to do that type of stuff. Especially when I was making music, I definitely <laughs> I was cocky as hell, yeah. so I really wasn't doing that. So that's it. It's crazy. It's like my my real self is coming back out of me, and I, oh, just, yeah. I love to see it. Yes, sir. But so I'm getting to this. I'm getting to this. So you it, back then when you came on the podcast a, a while ago, yeah, you were talking when we were, were talking with Janari. Oh yeah, okay. Yep, I so that. yeah, we were talking with Janari. It sounds like you're in a way better spot now than you were back then. So, what do you think that's like causing that to happen and all that? Because it sounds like you're way better. Like, I know you're in a way better good spot now. Just time. Time. Um, if anyone healing's t- the best time. Yeah. Man. If anyone tells you that time doesn't heal wounds, they're I'm not gonna say they're lying, but I'm gonna let you know time does heal wounds if you make the time for it. Obviously. Like I said, when I first started the podcast, you knew what I was going through. Yep. And it was a lot, but I was able to take my time to heal, do my due diligence to heal, and I developed that peace of mind. And when you develop that peace of mind, like I said, I stuck with the ones I love. I got into a great work environment that I love now. I was able to get back in the gym. And I was just able to find stuff that I love to answer your question. That's why I'm in a much better place. Now, when you do that, nothing, like, end of the day, like, I, nothing's going to matter. Like, and then I know I got my family. I know I got my brotherhood. So right. that's what makes it good, bro. That's why I'm in a good place right now. That's all I can really say. I feel that because I definitely can tell there's, there's, like, a huge difference, bro. Appreciate that, yeah. And, like, I, like, love to even get better, like, and, like, it's just crazy. And then I remember you spoke. So you just went to a Drake concert. Oh, <laughs> you, you just went to a great Drake oh, concert. Oh, my gosh. So how was that atmosphere? I remember you said when you came back from Drake concert, like, you were just way more inspired and stuff like that. Even Jonathan. <laughs> even Jonathan. Even Jonathan. Hold on. I got his phone right quick. Uh, me, me and Caesar was talking about it, bro. You and Jonathan, bro. Oh, y'all was God. acting like this, man. Drake was a god, bro. Y'all was, Jonathan posting. But it's the most inspiring night of my life. Bro, I, I mean, I get what y'all say, but I'm like, damn, bro. Just like, the bro don't even know y'all, it's bro. Crazy, like, crazy is I talked to Caesar about that too when I was at the barbershop. He's like, how was the Drake concert? And, like, Jordan too, bro. Jordan's like, oh, like, ever since the Drake concert, like, you good now. Like, you had that planned out. Like, I didn't have it planned out, <laughs> but it's just funny how it worked like that, all right? But I was talking to Caesar about it. Like, the Drake concert was amazing because I've been listening to Drake since 2011, since yeah. I was... 11 years old so for 11 years I've been listening to Drake and for me it's like I have this podcast I recorded Wednesday shout out to my dog Austin I was telling him like yeah like people be like oh like you know why you like dick ride Drake or whatever but it's like bro just like everyone has that artist that yeah. they're just deeply inspired by 
or that they really love their music. And for me, when it comes to Drake's music, it just hits different. Like, he came out and he opened up with Look What You've Done. And I've been listening to that song for so long. That's off his album, Take Care. And it's just the lyrics and the way he performs. And then you just feel like he really is speaking to you. And I posted a clip, the final message he said on on his concert. That was a crazy message. Yeah, he was like... All the people in the world, they could say this, they could say that, but he's got his people that love him. He's got his people that support him. And that will that will like outweigh and out trump everything. So, bro, it really, it is inspiration. Like if anyone were to go to their favorite artist of all time or they were to go to a concert and you can feel them speak to you, it was just a great vibe. It was, I'm not gonna lie, it was probably the best night of my life because I've listened to Drake yeah. my entire life and I was with the people I love and I was vibing. So yeah, how was 21 set? Like how was it? Was 21 like? Yeah. People live for 21, too. Yeah, people were lit for 21. Uh, 21. I like I like that Drake gave him, like, five to six songs just to perform on his own. Yeah. Like, so it was like... Like, Drake, while Drake was on stage? Yeah. No, Drake actually got off stage and just let 21 do his own oh, thing. Oh, okay, okay. And that was great because I felt like it really gave 21 the recognition that he deserved as well. Because the whole... It was kind of like... It was Drake's tour, but it was, like, with 21. That's what I'm saying, yeah. but I feel like it would be harder for a person like 21 because... Yeah. You know, obviously, people are going to see, like, the bigger artists yeah, versus Drake. Artists, yep. So, that's, like, almost harder for artists. And I know, like, what that is, what that feeling is like. So, it's almost harder for artists to, yeah. to deal with that because, you know, they're going to see Drake. You know, some people, yeah. yeah, some people are seeing 21, but, like, you know, the majority are going to see Drake. Yeah. So, I was wondering, like, how that set was going to go. It was good. Like, I said, 21 performed five, six of his own songs. And then, like, obviously, Drake came back on and he performed his songs. He has featured with 21. So... 21, he did get a lot of stage time, and I felt like he got the recognition that he deserved. So it was great for 21. I feel it. I feel it. I'm going to pivot a little bit. So let's go back to your podcast situation. Yeah. So what? So you say you're filming a final podcast. Is there any ideas you want to do for the final podcast or they want to end it off? Yeah. Um. I feel like I could say this. It'd be a, I know it'd be a two-parter, but it'll all be wrapped in one episode. The first part will be, I guess you could say me, like, then again, like, it's crazy. I feel like I'm... I don't know. It's like, I feel like I'm kind of being cringy thinking like, oh, like it's a final message, but it's a final message. Like, you yeah. know, my final podcast episode. And then I kind of wanted to wrap it up with, told my brother Jonathan, I was like, yo, do you just like, you want to interview me? Like just for uh, the second part and you can just say whatever you want and I'll answer any final questions. He said, yeah, he's down just like how you're doing now. Yep, yep. So, yeah. So that's kind of the idea of what it's going to be. Although I really don't know what's going to be talked about, but I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to have a script for it. Like, we don't yeah, have a script yeah. for this. We're just saying it off the top of our head. So, yeah. And when when do you plan on dropping that? Uh, I'm going to record it Friday, but I'll probably drop it whenever I'm ready, whenever it feels right. I don't know when that may be. It may be next Wednesday or maybe the Wednesday after that. It will be soon. I'm not going to make it seem like, you know, like I said, like, like that again, I'm not going to make it seem like I'm some big shot where I'm going to hold it off or whatever. But it'll probably be either the next Wednesday or the week after that. Right, I feel So, now you said, I remember you said earlier that, like, I said, well, actually, I said earlier that you're doing way better than yeah. what you're doing back, how you were doing back then. Is there anything you're trying new to help cope with that? Like, I was just talking to, I guess I had on yesterday how he said that he doesn't look at his phone in the morning. Or, I, so, would you not be in with the podcast situation? Are you trying to stay off social media? Are you trying to clear your mind now? Like, what are you doing? I'm glad you said that whole thing with, like, staying off social media because I'm not... I'm not really staying off social media. It's just, uh, I guess, like, the stuff I post on social media is a lot different now. Like, it's kind of like I'm liking to, I like to get in, like, a new aesthetic, a new vibe when I post. Now it's like, when Andy posts, this is the type of stuff he's going to post. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. social media. But other than that, journaling. I start journaling a little bit, and I'll listen to music, and I'll journal before I go to bed now instead of staying attached to my phone. And I guess, like... That just comes with, you know, me being older now and just me developing a better mindset. So just journaling now, I'm doing that. And 
taking vitamins. You know, I mm-hmm. don't never really took vitamins. Started getting into that. So yeah, that's really what I'm doing now. Dude, one thing that I've been trying out, I I tried it a couple times back then, but now I'm really like, bro, it's like so locked in now. Yeah. But, bro, cold showers, bro. Yep. Cold showers. I've been on yeah. that wave now. And I cannot take a hot shower anymore. I just nah, can't. Yeah, I feel it, man. Like, coming home from the gym, whatever I'm doing, bro, it's just something about a cold shower that, like, keeps you, like, alive and awake. Yeah, kind of like when people take cold plunges. I don't know. Exactly, yeah. The cold shower is cold plunges. It does something to you, too. I know it, it does, does bro. Like, I literally just hit the sauna, like, so I, I hit the sauna. I came straight home. I, I hopped in a cold shower, bro. Yep. I gave myself a shock because yep. I just came from the sauna yep. into the pool. But then, like, it gave me, like, another round of burst of energy. Yeah. Because I'm waking up at 4 o'clock. I'm going to work. After work, I'm going to, like, the gym. Or if I'm not, if I had to do something after work, I'll do that. Then go to the gym. And, like, literally today, I woke up, went to work. I went to get, like, so I went to, like, do some, a couple of errands. And then yeah. I went to the gym. And then I recorded this podcast. Yeah. And I'm just like, bro, I think that cold shower, like, played a role in that, bro. <laughs> like, bro, there's yeah. no way, bro. I'm running, like, on all this energy It helps calm right you down. It helps stimulate your mind and brain. Yeah. No, definitely. That you said that, actually. <laughs> I'm curious. What are, your, like, your thoughts about, you know, stimulants, vitamins, creatine, protein? Like, what is your, what's your thoughts on supplements? Uh, crazy, like, ashwagandha. That helps calm your brain. I take that every day. And, bro, I will go into work, and I'll be in the calmest state of mind. Oh, really? Yeah, they're like gummies, but it's nothing to, like, do... It's nothing to do with marijuana, nothing to do with THC or anything. It's not a drug, but it's, like, it helps stimulate and it helps calm and give you focus. So I take ashwagandha, and that helps, like, crazy. Like, obviously, creatine, like, muscle mass, like, you know... Yeah. Helps my, like, muscles start to show a lot more. So, yeah, that's my thoughts. They... The right ones will help, but I will tell anyone, do research. Like, one thing I'm glad I did before... I just started getting random vitamins as, you know, I reached out to friends like you guys or I did my research online. Like, okay, what does it actually help with? Am I just going to take these random vitamins that I don't know what it helps with or what can it actually help with? So, yeah, supplements. Yeah, the right supplements, if they're for the right benefits, then, yeah, go for it 100%. And if for the people listening, if you're taking vitamins, don't just, like, go to a store and read the the front of the label that says, like, immune and, like, all that. You actually have to really look into that because... There's way more it could do for you than yeah. just what it's showing. What it's showing you, and I've been lacking on the um the, the vitamins. I'm not gonna lie, I've been lacking on that. I need to get back on. I need my veins to be popping twenty four seven, bro. Yeah, I feel it. I, I need I need the I, I need the veins to be going. Only time I, my veins are really going is when I'm at that after workout lift. Yep. That man, the after workout pump be going crazy. Oh so I actually God. just so I actually just looked it up and I was, I've been hearing it at, at random places, but they said that. The signs of why people are addicted to keep going to the gym. It's not because they're getting bigger. It's mm-hmm. because how they look after they yeah, work out. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I'm like, that's the feeling that's keeping people uh, from yeah. going, that keeps going. That's the addictive feeling that they're getting. Yep. And I can see that, bro. Oh, my goodness, bro. I'm about to fool myself. <laughs> but it's so bad to the point where, like, if I, like, say if I'm, like, going to a lake or something yeah. on a Saturday, I'm pumping on push-ups. I ain't going oh, yeah, yeah, I'm pumping on push-ups, bro. 100%, 100%, I'm, I'm, push, I'm pumping on push-ups before I go uh, if I didn't yeah. go to the gym that day. I'm pumping out some post just to just to get like that that pump body yep. feel because yep. I don't like to feel bloated no more. Or like bro, like after like I'll be at work or whatever. Like if I eat lunch or whatever, and then like 
I don't know, like an hour later, I'm like, dang, I feel bloated. Like, like you said or whatever. I'm like, I can't wait to go to the gym. After. Like, I got to look better. It's crazy. It's a yeah. weird feeling. It's a bro, weird feeling. Just, oh, bro, I'm damn near pregnant when I drink a protein <laughs> shake. Bro, yeah. I hate that shit so much. Bro. I be like, dang, where like, my abs go? Like, no, literally, like, literally. Yeah. I'm thinking about almost going vegan, yeah. like a vegan protein shake. But then again, I'm not trying to drink protein shakes with water. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel it. And Jonathan, if you're listening to this, <laughs> you're deaf. For drinking water for a protein shake, bro. <laughs> this man be at the gym. He takes water? Bro, this man is diff, bro. This man will be at the gym, and like, he'll be done with his workout, and he have his protein in his cup already, and pouring water in there, bro. You're different. <laughs> I know you're going to listen to this, Jonathan. <laughs> you're different for that, bro. I can never. That's crazy. That's like eating cereal with water, bro. Like, <laughs> like, that is not it, bro. If you listen to this, if you listen, nah, that is not it. But one question I'm also gonna say I'm gonna pivot a little bit again. I started I started to love asking people this question. What is one of the greatest advice that someone has told you in your life? The greatest. In order to move forward, you gotta stop looking back. So if you wanna move forward in life, you gotta stop looking back at things that no longer serve a purpose. Because if you don't stop looking back, then you'll just be stuck. Yeah, and that's true. That's true. Over the past year of my life, I've developed that mindset and just moving forward, looking forward to all the good things in life. And to be honest, like, bro, like, no matter what, like, a bad day is going to come no matter what. Like I said, you're going to have a bad day, whatever, all right? But you just got to keep moving forward. You can't let those bad days weigh you down. So, yeah, in order to move forward, you got to stop looking back. That's the best advice I've probably gotten. Yeah, that's true. I, I actually really do like that. And that's why I like asking this question because it's so unique to, to see people's different advice that they've gotten or received. Yeah. And it's just like, it's crazy. It's interesting just hearing it. But I'm going to ask you this. What is one of the worst advice someone has ever told you? Worst advice? Uh... It's like one of those things where like they thought they ate by telling you this advice. But like in your head, you're like, bro, like that's not even like valid at all. But you just didn't say it to him. Oh, man. I I had a couple of those. I'm going to say this one, and it's kind of advice that I kind of gave myself too. But the worst advice I've probably gotten is money doesn't make you happy. But this is what I'm going to say. Money isn't everything, obviously, but you need money to do a lot of things in today's world. And it's sad, but at the same time, it's true. Like, like I said, like, times when I've been, like, depressed, like, my financial situation weighed heavily on that. Yeah. And it sucks, bro. Like, I don't want to make it seem like, you know, money is at, like money is everything because at the same time, money is root to all evil. But, like, th- obviously, there's been times where I've been, like, broke, like, but I've still been, like, happy. Like, like yeah. I said, I still have my family. But, like, at the same time, if you're broke, like, bro, you got bills you got to pay. You know, you got to fill your car up with gas. You know, you got to buy yourself foods. And if you don't have money, you can't do none of that. So then you're not yeah. going to be yourself. So... Think about it, bro. Yeah, that's yeah. Think about it this way: everybody in the world is happy on Friday because exactly. they're getting paid. Everyone's happy on Friday because they're getting exactly. paid. They're getting paid, and I just, I literally just seen a statistic that they said uh, to be happy in Minnesota. Like this is like a a group like statistic like vote. You have to be making six figures to be quote unquote that. happy. I saw that. Yeah, I'm like, bro, that's yeah. wild. That's how you know like the living. Wages are crazy right now. And yeah, bro. And like, I saw, bro, I saw Instagram post. It was like, most Americans, bro, it said most Americans said they had to make 450000 a year to be financially happy. 450000 bro. Like, I only make See, probably 50000 a year. Like, that's crazy, bro. It's like, no, yeah. That's it's like, you think about that, like, yo, but that's how money is, bro. Like, it's crazy. That's so, definitely yeah. crazy. Cause I seen, also, I've seen that 
I think it was, I don't quote me on this, but I think it was 70% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. Yep. It might be a little bit higher. Yep. And that is wild. And that's, and that's like the number one driving force to why people are depressed right now. Exactly. It sucks, but yeah, that's probably the worst advice I've gotten. It's like, oh no, you don't need money to make you happy. I get what they're trying to come at. Like you have all this other stuff, but just look, it's 2023, the world we live in now. You need Eric, that. Yeah, you need it. So yeah. Because I'd rather cry in a Corvette than <laughs> cry on someone else, bro. Yeah. Because I'm not saying, like, yes, money doesn't directly... This is my stance on it. Yeah. Money doesn't necessarily... Nah, fuck that. Nah, money makes you happy, bro. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry to say yeah, it, bro. Yeah, bro. It's like, like, there's a reason why every Friday, people are, Everyone in, in the world is happy that they're getting paid. Because yeah. it's payday, it's Friday, no work, you're getting paid, you got and money. It's an, it's an okay thing to say, because we're not... Like, bro, we're not calling anyone out. It's just no, like, yeah. It's, just, it's an okay thing to say, but it's just sad that we have to say it. Right, right. At the same time. And like you said, like, yes, not all the way. Money does not buy happiness. But like you said, bro, things in this world nowadays... Like like I said, the statistics sh- says it all. Like yep, yep. people, even in Minnesota, like, people said yeah. this in Minnesota that you have to make six figures to be quote unquote happy. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, that's wild to me. So yes, and I think back then when people asked the question, "Does money buy happiness?" I always said no. But yeah. nowadays, as you get older, yes, like, yep. yes, I do. You see where your you see where your parents come from. You're just like, damn, like all right, like yeah, this is this yeah, is reality. oh yeah, this yeah. Is reality. But keep in mind also, I've been watching like some old documentaries, or not old, but I've been watching documentaries in different countries. There's a lot of people that's happy as fuck, but and they're like in way more or less fortunate situations. Yeah. That's because they're they don't see all the stuff on TikTok yeah, saying yeah. that you need to quit your nine to five. Nah. They're not on social media yeah, saying yeah. all this. If you're working for the man, what are you yeah. doing? Go start your business. All those people who are happy, that's, they don't have all those things that are in front of their face 24-7. Yeah. That's the one toxic thing I'm going to have to say about yep. social media. Yep, 100%. Because that's the one thing. Like that. That's the, If it wasn't for my podcast, I probably wouldn't be on social media as much just because yeah, it just yep. pushes a negative narrative on a lot of things. Like, even as you go on a For You page, just like, you could be, like, even just like, Going on for you page and like you just see like all these you can see like a dude that's like tw- like sixteen that's like rich I see as fuck that all the time but like, like and you're yeah. you're just sitting there like how is he I'm older than him and he make more money than me or but like, you can't think that way though the thing that gets the thing that gets me is I don't like I'll see like eighteen year old nineteen year old entrepreneurs it's like yeah good thing you're doing your stuff but they'll be like oh like hey, you're wasting time like you like you work a nine to five but like it's what you like what that's what you do after the five to nine it's like if you like don't sleep don't sleep you got to do this you got to do that like that's the one thing i kind of hate it makes it seem like like i'll go to work i'll lift i'll have i'll make sure my day's productive but then it's like bro if i want to go home i want to chill out for a little bit don't try to call me out saying like i'm not being productive and everything like congrats to you and what you're doing but like other people just have a different way of doing it that's the one thing that like you said social media that's what it gets people they're like oh i have to do this i have to do this because you see other people doing it first off you shouldn't want to do what other people are doing unless you truly want to do it. Do what you got to do, but make You're sure you want to do like it. not going to like it. Yeah. Do what you want to do, what you got to do, but make sure you want to do it. Like, bro, if I was out here like, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna get a real estate license because I see people out here making money and all that, but I really don't want to do it. It's like, I'm not doing it for me. I'm just doing it because, you know, I'm blinded and the society's telling me different. Like, I literally, like, I'm literally a living proof of that I've definitely done stuff because I've seen other people doing oh, yeah, 100%, it and yeah. I failed because yeah. my heart wasn't in it yep. my boss literally told me at my job he said that don't do something 
if you don't love it because you're not going to be good at it, one, and you're not going to like it. Yeah. And that just stuck with me because I was really, certain things I was doing because I seen other people doing it, I'm going to be the first one to tell you. And it, it did not work for me because yeah. my heart was not in there, bro. So if you're listening to this, I always preach one is just because you see people on social media doing something does not mean you have to follow. I'm, this goes back to the old saying, be a leader, not a follower. It goes yeah. back to the old saying. That old saying is very valid because yeah. like a lot, especially nowadays, it's, it is so messed up right now. Like the yeah. social media, the whole like these like it's just all messed up right now with the whole nine to five thing, the whole like relationship things, that the way how everything works. I literally seen I forgot I said this before, I literally seen someone on this girl on this, on this this woman on the TikTok that said that she would not date a man that works a nine to five. <laughs> bro, no one's saying that ten to twenty years ago, bro. Yeah. Like it is so That's wild how things are changing. And that's what's making some of these dudes so it's a it's a good and a bad thing because that that type of stuff is making some of these men like get off out their ass and start doing something just because of that. But also, you should not be doing something just to chase something like chase a female. That's mm-hmm. not what you should be doing. You should be doing mm-hmm. it out of love and should be doing something for you. That's what like point blank period. I literally seen. Oh, I think it was sixteen. Oh, it was, I know it was sixteen, but I forgot what state it was, and they're uh, banning like TikTok for sixteen and under, and I'm like. I'm sorry, but I agree with that, bro. I think it was, yeah. I forgot what state it was, but I'm sorry, but I'm all yeah, in for I that. About, I heard about that. I heard because that, yep. the way how, like, like the energy that's going to put into, like, especially a younger person's mind whose mind is not fully developed yet. Our minds are not. We're 22. Our minds are not even developed yeah. yet. A 16-year-old on top of that, like, seeing all this stuff, like, just full-on forms going through their head. Yeah, just the stuff you see, too, and everything. Yeah, that can really, really mess with people. So, I, 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 that's one thing I'm going to say I have to agree with. Yep, 100%, 100%. But anyway, speaking out of love, <laughs> what's your love like like now, man? I asked you this on the first podcast that we had, and you said something. So, I want to know, what it, what is it like now? What is it like now? Man, uh, so, crazy enough is Danny, bro, he'll call me a certified lover boy without a lover, right? And I've kind of, like, adapted and embraced that philosophy. I'm not seeing anyone right now. I'm not talking to anyone. But I don't know, man. This is kind of, like, how it's going. Like, I'm... you, Bro, you can say I'm on my Drake vibe. That's just how I am, bro. Like, <laughs> I, just, I don't know, bro. It's like... I don't, there's sometimes, bro, like, I'll talk to, like, a female here and there. And I'm like, you know, I get a vibe from them. And, you know, I like to see where it would go. But I don't know. I kind of just pull back from that. So, I don't know. That's kind of the situation. I was like, so you actually opening... Open like, are you like, willing to talk to females right now? Are you going to actually try to talk to females? I I wouldn't say females. I just you know, but like, nah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. You say like females it makes it seem like I got like a roster. No, I'm not like, saying like that. No, I'm I know what you mean. Like, but I'm just like disclaimer for like I'm like everyone know like I don't like I don't got no girls like that. Like, <laughs> my man X knows that, but like you know what I mean. But like. I don't know, bro. I'm not, like, actively looking, but, like, I mean, if the right one came, like, bro, I'd be like, yeah, why not? Why not go out there and see? I mean, I feel like I've had, like, I don't know, bro. I, like, I, I don't know. I can't explain it. So, yeah, I, like I said, there's a couple of, like, times, like, I'll talk to a girl. I'm like, you know, I get a vibe or, like, you know, she catches my eye, but I just kind of sit back. I'm like, you know, I just gonna keep on doing me. But if the right situation came, then, yeah, I'll do it. Why not? Did you, I'm surprised you didn't find your little boo thing at the drink concert, bro. <laughs> Man, that's uh, a perfect spot to do it. I guess. Man, hey, I'd like to say, bro, the Drake concert was in Chicago. Chicago, you have a lot of beautiful women. <laughs> I'm gonna say that Chicago has a lot of beautiful women, 
And that's all I'm going to say. That's what I'm going to leave it at. Yeah. What did y'all all do in Chicago, by the way? I never really sat down and asked you guys that. So we left on Wednesday morning, got there in the afternoon, and we went to eat. We went shopping. We saw the bean and everything, and we walked the pier. We walked the harbor. Obviously, it was all around the Drake concert, really. But it was a nice vibe. It was a lot of good food. The deep dish pizza was amazing. Yep. And, you know, before we left... um. You know, I went to the Bears Stadium. I went to the Cubs oh, yeah, Stadium. Yeah. I just wanted to see what it looked like. Yeah, so, yeah. so it was a good vibe. It was a nice little two, three day trip. So didn't y'all go to uh, Oblock? Didn't y'all go to Oblock? Was that actually Oblock? Man, yeah, bro. Yeah, Jordan. Yeah, Jordan. <laughs> Got a picture of Oblock, bro. So yeah. Wait. So my thing is, was there like a lot of since it was the Drake concert? Was there a lot of people at Oblock just to like visit? I, I don't you really see a know, lot of people there. Nah, we just. Quick snap at the gate, we left. I was so say, yeah, first man. off, y'all wild for even going there. <laughs> right? you know, I mean, y'all just wild for that. Even just being outside of the gate, like, they don't play that shit still. You know, so we were just walking to get food, and then, like, we saw a place that looked like Oblock. Zach took a picture, he looked at the filter, it said Oblock. We're like, oh shit, we're at Oblock. So, yeah, here we are. So, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, that's how I went. We walked, and we were like, yo, this looks like Oblock. George's like, let me take a. We looked, it was like, it was like still by, like, I don't even know if it was O-Block, but, like, for real, I am i don't know if it was O-Block. I'm not going to say 100% it was, but that's literally how it went. I'm not lying. So, O-Block, so I don't know if you know, but O-Block is considered a project. And it's, yeah. a, it's a gated, it's gated, a security, like, at the gate, but it looks like a bunch of apartment buildings that look exactly the same. So, did you see that? It was a bunch of apartment buildings that looked exactly the same? Yeah, but, like, yeah, but I don't want to make it seem like I'm, like, I don't I really don't know if it was all black, but it's like, I don't know, man, to be honest, but it was, maybe it really wasn't, but it's just weird how Jordan took a picture there and the filter was literally, it was said like, I think it said like Chicago, no, it said Chicago block O, so it didn't actually say O block, it said oh. Chicago block O, so it probably wasn't O block, so I don't want to, I don't want to be out here like thinking I'm capping and everything, so it probably wasn't, but yeah, I mean, no, I don't, I, so I don't think we were there, but we did, uh, we did walk the city a lot and it was a beautiful city. It's a much better city than Minnesota. I will tell you that. I feel that. No, actually, I could actually remind you of something because you said a city. I want to pivot back to, you said you were going for a different aesthetic on your Instagram. What do you mean by that exactly? Um, I guess like a different vibe. Like, I know you notice and like Danny's told yeah. me it's cold, but every time I post on Instagram, I use a different font than the normal font because it just, it's like cool to me. And, yeah, I used to do that. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I just guess I want to, like Danny said, like some lover boy vibes, I guess. I don't know. It's, that's just how I am, bro. It's inspired by Drake, obviously. So, you know, people can say what they want about that. But that's just the type of vibes I'm on, <laughs> aesthetic. Like, I don't even post on my Snapchat store anymore. Like, the last time I did was literally the concert. And I think I posted one when I was, uh, shout out to Luz, uh, when I had a picture with my niece. So that's what we did. But, yeah, I mean. I'll post more on my Snapchat. I mean, not on my Snapchat, on my Instagram story. And just kind of a different vibe, aesthetic, you know, the type of font I use, the type of pictures I post. Because it's, it's nice to me. I like the way it's set out and everything. Right, right. So talk to me. Talk to me about your work-life balance. How's, how, you know, how's your work-life balance going now? How you liking work? How you liking a good mixture of balance? You happy with your job now? I remember previous times you said that you weren't happy with your job. So what is your stance now? Yeah, I love my job, bro. I mean... Crazy enough, it's going to make it seem like I job hopped a lot, but I probably worked like six, seven jobs in my life, but I just hit 10. Damn! <laughs> <laughs> Damn! I'm talking all the way from, no, I'm playing, I'm playing. I'm I'm all the way from 15 at Subway, bro, to now, but yeah, man, I mean, bro, like, 
Uh, I've hit 10 months for the job I'm at now. I know it's going to be, I know it's a job I'm going to be at for a long time. Everyone loves me there, so thank God for that. And it allows me to, like, bro, I have an hour-long lunch at work. Like my that's hour, lit. I'm my, not going to lie, that's lit. Like, Monday through Thursday, it's 7 to 4. I'll have an hour-long lunch. I still got two fifteens. Oh, dang. And then Friday, like, it's 7 to 3, and I still get an hour-long lunch. We get out early at 3, so that's nice, bro. I'm glad I was able to find a job I love. But before I was working that job... Like I like I was working at BTD where you work at. I only worked there for three weeks, but bro, that three weeks like was definitely like a time where like I realized like, yo, this like it let me know what I really want in life. And your dad was really helpful for that. Your dad, I worked with him even though it was for three weeks. He got my mind right and he let me know like, hey, do what you want to do. And you got my head straight. So that those three weeks of work were the most inspiring three weeks I had in terms of jobs. So shout out to your dad. I love your dad for that, man. Now, why do you say it was the most inspiring? What do you mean by that? Because you're like, bro, your dad, he's a real one. He's not going to sugarcoat shit. He's no, gonna, yeah, he no. laid it out for me. He's like, hey, look, he's like, if this isn't for you, you know, like, let me know. But like, just like, please don't waste my time. And he told me like, you know, there may be better stuff out there, but he's letting me know this. Like, if you go to this, like, this is how bosses are going to be or this is how bosses are going to be. I didn't know that until your dad was letting me know. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you know, some bosses, they're going to be like, oh, you know, like, they're all this, but then behind the scenes, it's completely different. So your dad opened my eyes out there, and I'm definitely glad I worked that job, even though it may have not have been for me at the time, but I needed that. Yeah. It let me know what the real work is like. And, yeah, your dad really, you like I said, I love your dad, man. He's a real one. He laid it oh, out definitely. there. Definitely. Right, yeah, I know you see what I what I dealt with all my life with him. <laughs> I had I had plenty of those talks throughout life with my dad like that. Plenty of I'm glad though. Cause, yeah. Cause that definitely shaped me and molded me to the person oh, yeah, I am today. So I'm definitely glad, but I see I actually wanted to ask you a question now. Yeah. Obviously we were talking about dads real quick, but I kinda wanna pivot over to the mom's side and then we'll talk about the dad real quick, but mm-hmm. Like I feel like I relate everything to music. There's a lyric out there and a song, and it says, "Word to Sandra Graham: No one can love you like your mother can." How deep is a mother's love, and what does a mother's love mean to you, bro? My bro, the love, bro. I will, I will literally kill for my mom, yeah, bro. Like, no, 100%. I will literally kill for my mom, bro. And my mom, like, it's just like, it. You, I feel like every man has a soft spot. Oh yeah, for their mom, for their mothers, bro. And that's like me with my mom. Like my mom's. I literally call my mom up for like stuff that she was doing when I was in yeah. middle school. I literally call my mom and be like, I literally call my mom today when I was at a point. I'm like, mom, like, what is this? What is this? Yeah, yeah. And I'm 22, still yeah. call my mom yeah. like because yeah. like that. Yeah. So I will always have a soft spot for my mom without a doubt, and I will definitely always rely on her no matter what. Yeah. I literally called my mom last week and I asked her like, what's a good clean supply to use on my counter? Yeah. Like, yeah. like I just like little stuff like that. Like I just always still rely on my mom and just like. I, and I, I picked up her way. She's a very hardworking woman. Like she works a lot. She 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 taught me that every time I every time I'd be like, "Mom, like you guys are going on vacation. Like, like how how do you do it?" And all she said was, "I work." Mm-hmm. That's all she said. She said, "I work for it." And she's like, "You never never get nothing if you don't work for it." They they built that. Both my mom and my dad built that in me yep. since I was young. I my first job was literally. McDonald's when I was 14 yeah, I years that. old, bro. Yeah. When I was 14 years old. Yeah. So I've been working, literally paying, for, like, working, like, for my own thing since yeah. I was 14 years old and because they molded me. Yes, when I was younger, I looked at it different. Like, this, like, sucks because I'm going to a, a white... Ah, I'm going to a white predominant school that most of the school has yeah. money that their parents are... I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, that their parents are paying for it. And I'm a black African-American dude who 
moved to that sit that school and seeing all the people hear about what their parents buy for them, and I'm sitting there at 14 working for my stuff at McDonald's. Don't keep me wrong, my parent like my parents did buy me stuff, but yeah, it was yeah, on yeah. A, a different level. So I I really it definitely molded me to the person I am today. It definitely molded me. It definitely got me because I know what I have to do to get to what I have to do. I literally told my I literally told my mom and my dad this. I told my mom I was like, bro. Like, I'm like, it was the one point where I was distressed about everything when I was new to the adult life. Yeah, of course. And she said, yeah. there's no reason for you to stress when you when you have a job and you you have the 100%. ability to work more. 100%. So she told me that, I'm like, yeah, you're right. Got on my shit and then got everything in line that I needed to do. Yeah. So I was just like, and I've and I seen a point to answer your question with, with the whole mom. The whole thing that went down that, you know, I literally saw my mom cry and yeah. that like, that like yeah. broke me, bro. That like. That made me yep. like straighten up and be like, okay, I'm never doing no dumb stuff ever again. Just yeah. seeing your mom cry because of you, because she was scared for you, is wild. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. And that will definitely like straighten you up without a doubt. That will definitely straighten you up. 100%, 100%. And hearing what my mom used to, like, hearing what my mom was like and what she molded herself into. Oh, yeah. But back then, as she was growing up, that I'm not going to talk about on here, yeah, but yeah. it's inspiring. It's crazy. The, the crazy. woman that she turned into is, is crazy. It's definitely inspiring seeing my mom. Like literally grind like how my dad's grinding, yeah. And I see it's paying off for them because they go on trips like every other month. So it's crazy to see that. Yeah, hundred percent, man, hundred percent. That's well said. And one thing I've, one thing I've realized too is like, I obviously I've I've loved my parents my entire life, but now that I get older, like you said, like adulthood is kind of it's like it's a struggle. So seeing like my parents had to go through that too. Like my mom, she was a mom at a young age. Like she had my older, my oldest brother Jonathan at twenty, yeah. had me at twenty two, and bro, like I'm twenty two now. So you mean to tell me she already had two kids at twenty two? That's crazy. And she had to do all right of now. this, bro. That's like, bro, like I will never take anything for granted anymore. Like a mother's love is strong, and a dad's love is strong too, because your dad will mold you into the man that you gotta oh, be, yeah. bro. Like my dad, he's made me into the person I am. Like. The reason why I always like I'm about loyalty, I'm about loving, I'm always about this and that is because of my dad. And the reason why I love the way I do is because of my mom and the unconditional love of my parents. Like, bro, parents' love are oh, unconditional. Yeah. And I'm gonna say this: you said that because let me remind me of it, bro. Whatever your parents tell you, listen. Yeah, I, I barely like I did not always do it when I was younger, yeah. and now what they what the, what they said back then it makes sense now. So now every time they say something, I really listen. But if your parents are telling you something, they know you more than anyone. They, your mom literally, you came out your mom like womb. So she literally knows you yeah. the best than anyone. Listen to your parents, whatever they have to say. Because I wasn't doing that at first. And then once I did it and I did that, I was like, well, fuck. I yeah. said, listen. 100%. But now that I'm getting told all these things, I'm so glad my parents told me this. And also, to bounce back to the mom question, if my mom, so it was funny because my, my dad told me this. So with all the girls that like I whatever had a thing with it or whatever, my mom never liked none of them. The only girl that my mom liked is Kenzie right now. Yeah. That she's the only one that she yeah. liked. And me personally, if my mom didn't like the girl I'm dating, I'm not dating her. That's no, how that's it. how much I love I, yeah, I've heard that. That's too. how much love I have for my as mom. Well, like yeah, as well it should be like, you know, a girl, like if you know if your if a girl's parents doesn't like a guy, then they shouldn't, you know. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, but no, yeah, hundred percent and yeah, bro. Like anyone who like like I have mad respect for my mom. Like anything she basically says goes, and like the stuff like that. So if, my, if someone like disrespects my mom, like I literally seen relationships where like the either like either partner doesn't like like their mom. Yeah. I'm just like bro, how, like how how how? Yeah, and bro, 
like one advice that uh my dad gave me is he's just like in terms of like the whole like if like a partner like whether it's like a guy or a girl disrespects your like parents it's like you can always get another partner but you can't get another parent oh yeah so like like you said like your mom loving kenzie like kenzie like you know she's I love that you're with Kenzie, too, obviously. Like, she's mm-hmm. a great person. Shout out to you, Kenzie. So I'm glad that you have that. I'm glad they have that bond. I feel like I've seen it a couple of times, too. Like, at football games, like, your mom will pull up. Like, she'll be with Kenzie and everything. And, like, you know, so, yeah. I'm yeah, glad. and I love to see I'm that. Glad, I'm glad you guys have that. Thank that's you, bro. That's, for me, that's really inspiration, too. Like, I'm not going to lie. That's inspiration for, for me, too. I would love for whenever I have a girlfriend for it to be mm-hmm. like that. So, yeah, that's great, man. Yeah, I definitely, like, the one concept I definitely like about... My relationship is that the fact that both sides, me and her, both sides of the family, we all, like... Exactly. Her family, I'm, like, molded into her family. Yeah, like, their cousins love me. Their Her main family loves me. And that's a, it's the same way for my family. My family loves her to death. My dad literally, like... My dad, you know how my how honest my dad yeah, is. So, yeah, literally, yeah. times my dad would be like, I'm only tell you, telling you this because I see you as my daughter. And so my dad like yep. sees her as his daughter. So like that's amazing. If there's yeah. something going on, like he will like tell her like straight up like this like do you need to do this? Do you need to do that? Do that? Like nothing bad, but like just like just having like those little talks that my dad my dad's a real sentimental like person. Yeah. So like, he loves to like just sit down and talk to people. That's great. So that's the, I'm just glad that I'm mean, I'm glad I'm I'm blessed. I would say to have a relationship like that where both sides of our family like love each other. Even even my parents are close to her mom. And stuff like that, and their parents, and stuff like, and their family, and their brothers. So it's definitely a good little vibe to have. Of course, of course. Now, there is one more. There is one more question I wanted to ask you. Yeah, go for it. It's because I saw this on. I don't know where I saw it, but it was talking about like the whole like a relationship is like fifty fifty. Like that's like, like you know, that's not true. Like, what is your thoughts on that? Because like, and I'll say like, it shouldn't be fifty fifty because some days you're gonna come home, you only got twenty percent, and like your significant other, like they might have to like carry that 80% or someday, you know, your significant other will be at 10%. You got to carry that 90%. So what is your thoughts on like that whole like relationship, like 50, 50 thing, or how do you like balance all that? Yeah. So my thoughts on the 50, 50 thing, certain things can go 50, 50, but I look at it from more like this perspective. If I don't got it, she got it. If she don't got it, I got it. That's the side I look for. That's the majority side. So yes, we do like 50, 50 of a lot of things and marriage. When you get married, you're technically 50, 50, but we don't really take that into consideration with everything. There's like, there's times where I would feel like, you know, I'm happy right now. I, I want to take care of you, so I'm gonna buy you this. Yeah. There's yeah. times where she does the same thing for me. She's like, you've been treating me good. I'm gonna buy you this. Like, so it's we we go by the fifty fifty thing, but not really. We, we we're we like to randomly give each other gifts and stuff like that. Yeah. So we really we go by, but not really. We're not really because we wouldn't want to. I feel like if you're doing fifty fifty on everything, you're not you're not one. My parents, yeah. my, my parents always told me, if you're in a relationship, you're one, it's you two, and yeah. you're one. Yeah. So, at the beginning, yes, we're doing 50-50 everything, but I really, we're, like, we really try to strive to be one. Like, my money's yours, her money's yeah. mine, and we really just try to be one together. Like, we literally have, like, a shared bank account, and yeah. then we literally, like, we trust each other that much to do that. And so, everything, like, it's just, we really try to do everything as one. Yeah, that's that's, that's the moral of the story. That's the, to answer your question with that. And I'm glad you said it as one because, like, you know, let's say, like, you work long hours, you go to the gym, and then, like, you come home, like, you probably only got, like, 10% energy left. And, like, you know, let's say, like, Kenzie, she's like, I got you on that 90 or Like, you know, Kenzie, she's out here doing, like, her dance or, like, her yeah. long work hours, and, like, she's only got, like, 20%. And you're like, Kenzie, I got you on that 80. So, yeah, I'm glad 
glad you said that, man. Yeah. No, it's definitely. Being together as one. That's how it should be. It shouldn't be like, oh, I'm going to do this while you do. Yeah. No, it's definitely yeah. important. Like, neither one of us are sitting on our ass ever. Like, yeah. Like, that's one thing I have to say that, like, that honestly, I, that I love about her is because she has that same grind work that did as yeah. me. Like, she works a lot and I work a lot and she just has, like, that, that grit and grind in her. She has, like, that, that bossness over her. That's what I like about her. Because she does, because I would never be with a person who doesn't have that. I'm not gonna lie, I would never Man. be the person. I would never be you a the, person who doesn't have that. You the real certified lover boy. I don't know what Danny's talking about. <laughs> That's all you, man. Bro, bro. Yeah. I, I, I just can't. So it's just like she really just has. She just has that. She has a good head on her with that. That's good, man. That's good. But that was good. I'm, that was definitely a good conversation. But any last words you want to say? I'm gonna wrap it over here. I think this was a great convo. Great questions answering. Yeah, man. Like I said, appreciate you having me on the podcast. I meant a lot. And, you know, my obviously final episode we talked about will either be next week or the week after that. Mm-hmm. But I just want to give you a shout out, bro. You've been killing it with the Walk It Talk It podcast. And Thank you, bro. I'm going to say it right here. I don't give a fuck. And people can come at me. No one's running the podcast game like my man Xavier is doing it, bro. <laughs> no one's going to be doing it how he's doing it. And, bro, just keep on doing it, man. I know you're doing it out of love. So just keep doing your thing, man. It's going to be great. Thank you, bro. I'm going to say to you, thank you for coming through for the podcast. You know, you were quick to say, yeah, I appreciate that so much. And make sure you keep your head straight. I love love that the path you're on, keep that path up, only uphill from now. There's going to be a little couple bumps on the way, but don't let that define you or like reroute you. Keep it going. Keep it going a good pace and keep doing your thing. Never stay stagnant. Don't get comfortable. Don't stay stagnant. I know you say you like your job and all that, but make sure you keep elevated. Yeah, of course. I know you texted me saying you're doing some stuff with your job and stuff like that. Yep, yep. I love that you said that because that just shows right there that you're not being comfortable. I'm Xavier Walker. This is the Walk It Talk It podcast. Make sure you walk it like you talk it. Xavier out. Andy. Yes, sir. I'm out, y'all. Peace.